Hey, Love Your Life family. Welcome back to another Loving Your Life podcast. It's your sis, Crystal. What's going on, fam? It's your brother, Andre. We're excited to be back at you. Yes, indeed, with another episode about Loving Your Life. What's going on, boo? Hey, listen, it has been cool. Um, Cool as far as just being able to chill, enjoy life. Uh, The weather, it's getting nice. This springtime in Arizona. So this is what people live for in Arizona. They live for this time of the year. Um, it's a lot of outdoor activities in the midst of COVID. Some things are opening back up. Um, so, you know, people are out and about still trying to practice, you know, some social distance distancing. But um, it's just good to be out. Nice weather. Uh, you know, we had our walk today, which was awesome. Yes. And uh, just you and I, uh, time to talk, exercise and just enjoy outdoors. So I'm feeling good, babe. What about you? Doing pretty good. I concur with you. I absolutely love this time of year. I just want to be outside all the time. But you know what? I'm a little hesitant always when it starts getting warm enough. And I think you may know why. Do you know why? Uh, what do you mean? Hesitant? Well, yeah, well, like when it starts warming up, what happens? I don't know, babe. But it like, <laughs> what are you talking about? The bugs come out. Oh. Ugh. Listen. Hey. <laughs> For Other those, than that. <laughs> yeah, for those who may not know, um, my wife, she has, I would say on the verge of a bugophobia. Oh, really? Not all I mean, of them. she will call me out of the back room <laughs> on the other side of the house to kill a little bug. Um, not yeah, always you, the case. Girl, you be tripping. Look, um, let me tell you, these out here in Arizona, y'all, let me tell you. Between, I mean, thank God we haven't dealt with like scorpions or nothing like that. And I know there's some people that deal with that mess on a regular, but ugh, that's, and I know God created them and they all have purpose. So thank you, God, you know, for whatever their purposes are, but I'm not a fan. And if you don't get an invitation to my house, you're getting smashed. She be doing way too much though. <laughs> if I'm just being honest, my wife be doing way too much over a little bug. Uh, but listen. Well, you see, and, and again, the fact that we talking about the nice weather, you going to pick out something because that bothers I, you. I'm what about sorry. the nice weather? You're going right. For walks? You are absolutely right. Like our garden, y'all, we have an amazing, like our greens and oh, kale yeah. are hey, thriving. We need to show some pictures. We yeah. are, we'll post some pictures. So we're having fun getting, just continuing to spruce up the backyard, you know, get the pool ready because uh, that's going to be the AC for the summer. <laughs> Jumping in that pool until about August and it's no longer cold. It's like jumping in a bath water. Yeah. But, um, yes, definitely loving the weather, loving time outside, being with the family. Our kids have just continued to push through the online virtual learning and uh, basketball, football now. Well, actually, yeah, but not only just virtual learning. Our oldest is back in school, he in person. Taking one class. Uh, taking one class. Uh, he had the opportunity to go back. Which is good because our other, our younger two, their school, um, while a younger Three. high school student, oh, okay. he didn't have the opportunity to go back in person because of the program he's in. Our oldest one did. He chose to go back in person, so we supported that. Our younger two, uh, they felt better staying uh, online, so obviously we support that. So it's cool to get them to see, though, their those who want are back in school, but also engaging in activities, you know, just being smart, but still doing some things so they're not cooped up inside of the house. So I'm, I'm definitely excited about that. I mean, this is a part of, you know, enjoying life, mental health and, and our kids need it. Absolutely. And so, yes, um, as always, 
definitely our plate is full with a lot of great things. And so, um, and then as all, like, I love that you mentioned dealing with just continuing to be intentional yeah. about doing things that are going to support mental health and getting exercise and nutrition that's yeah. going to continue to support it all. And so the Hollands have been fruitful. I'm just going to say that. I yeah. think sometimes busy gets a, a negative connotation with it now. It's just what versus you're actively putting your hands to something and doing a lot of things that are continuing to help you thrive as a family and as a couple. And so, yeah, well, you know, and to be honest, like it's, we've definitely been fruitful in the midst of all this going on and in the midst of COVID in the midst of online learning now in person learning for our kids, um, in the midst of sports and activities, we've definitely been fruitful, babe. When you think about it, we just, uh, finished, completed, um, our life coaching courses, big ups. Uh, So that's cool. So we've been, you know, really pursuing some particular things. I mean, we've been uh, being a life coach for some time now, but we just finished our, certi- uh, no, our, 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 health. our certification process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's been something that we've already had, um, you know, licensing and different things for, but just continuing our continued education and holistic health coaching and, you know, as practitioners and so continuing to do what we need to do to make sure that we're helping those that you know, we have the opportunity to. And so, yeah, I mean, for sure. And it's cool, you know, um, like you said, I've been doing it for some years now and adding some more tools with that holistic, uh, you know, life coaching position, uh, training. I mean, I think that's just pretty cool. Uh, what are your thoughts about it? Are you excited? I'm definitely excited. You know, it's, I think taking the time, I think that this time that's been set aside where people have really had to unplug mm-hmm. and, not be engaged in all the stuff that kept them busy versus being able to identify, okay, what's going to put you in a position to solve problems. And we have multiple pandemics going on. Yes, the emphasis has been COVID, but there's been a mental health pandemic going on for centuries. There's been a failed marriage pandemic going on for centuries and health conditions and so on and so forth. And so I think that a lot of issues have surfaced as a result of COVID. It's nothing new. Um, and so anytime that you can put yourself in a better position to help yourself along with uh, helping others, it's a no brainer. Yeah. And and I don't say that, you know, lightly, because I know that's not easy for everybody. And so and it wasn't easy being married, four kids, running a business, you know, my husband having a full-time job. I mean, it took carving out the time that we needed to do to continue to make ourselves available uh, for our clients. But even with that, I think that truly segues into kind of what I want to talk about a little bit. We were kind of discussing because as we're talking, that really brings it to a head of the importance of, you know, peace and simplicity. I mean, the last, I would say the last three, three and a half, possibly four months, we've been extremely busy with some particular projects that we were working on. Um, We're doing some things in our home, um, some personal projects, you know, for our business, uh, some of our, our personal health goals. And then obviously you mentioned like, you know, job, career, school, kids. So we've been very, very busy uh, the last four months. However, We've found opportunities uh, to engage in things and find peace in in simplicity. Some of the simple things like today. I mean, we had it was a beautiful afternoon. We took an excellent walk. Uh, Just got a chance to talk. 
think about, you know, where we are, what we're working on, uh, some of the things that we're concerned about, just being able to listen to one another. Uh, it's so important to find peace in simplicity. You know, oftentimes, baby, you know, people try to make a, a big deal about um, if they don't have this, they can't enjoy life. Or if they can't go right. here, it's not going to be any fun. And I want to challenge everyone, whoever is listening. I want to challenge you. Look at your life, examine where you are, but find peace in simplicity. There are some things that you can be doing to, to have a, a better quality of life for your mental health, just to enjoy. And so uh, I think that's huge, babe. It's massive. And I can't convey this enough. And as, as we continue, you guys continue to listen to us. We're going to continue to unpack different journey and milestones we've had to overcome in our own life. And one of the big Mount Everest issues is reality is my husband has been a caregiver for me. I've deal with chronic illness. We have four kids running a business. And so carving out this time was not easy. You know, trying to figure it out was not easy. And so I don't want to come across like this. Oh, it's just ease and it was a breeze to get it done. There was a lot of hiccups in this process, uh, but truly, again, going back and focusing on the simplicity versus the complexities of your of your situation. Because I think sometimes when we look at the complexities of our situation, we'll talk ourselves or reason ourselves out of the simple ways to find peace or to uh, uh, apply self-care and love to ourselves and extend grace to ourselves. But one thing that I think will help us and this is a big one, recognize your story. Again, I'm always going to go back to what have you survived, okay? And if you don't pay attention to what you've survived, a lot of times it, it pulls you out of that place of peace where you're always in that fight or flight looking or waiting for that next battle versus being able to truly breathe like, man, acknowledge what you've been through and celebrate it like that you're on the on the other side of a lot of stuff and a lot of times you can do that and reflect when you go on the walks when you go to the park when you go out and maybe get your favorite coffee drink or tea um get on the phone with a friend that you haven't spoke to in a long time go sit at grandmama's house you know eat that that southern comfort food or whatever it is that, that the simple stuff yeah and i think it's so important because you know oftentimes you know people will try to emulate someone else's idea of peace or fun or enjoyment versus really looking at your life and what you like to do. And even looking at your ability, but finding things within your means and within your ability um, to engage in opportunities that bring you peace. You know, um, at the end of the day, there's so many things available to us. And I want to encourage our listeners to be that proactive glass half full person and find those things within your means, capabilities, financial ability, um, your time frame, find those things, make time to, to engage in, um, you know, things that bring you peace because it's easy to look at what you don't have versus saying, Hey, you know what? I may not be able to travel out of the country right now, but Uh these are five or six things that I can do that, that brings me joy. Uh, that I, I love to do, that I'm passionate about, and putting your time and energy in those things. And and so I think that is uh, such an important piece of mental health, mental clarity, good mental health, mental clarity, mental focus. 
being able to have that time where you escape, you enjoy life, uh, you know, and just, you know, uh, get refreshed. Well, I think that's huge. And I think that you mentioned something crucial, um, identifying what's going to bring you peace versus paying attention to what brings your best friend peace right. or your sister peace or your brother peace, your husband or wife, whatever your living situation looks like. Because that's frustrating in its own, where if somebody else is happy with it and is bringing them joy and satisfaction, that automatically you believe that it should be doing the same for you. Um, and that's not always the case. Again, it goes back to what brings you peace? What is something that is simple? Is it painting your nails? You know, mm-hmm. and so I know I've listed a couple of things. Babe, what are some things that you, some simple things that you would say bring you peace as a man? Well, for sure. Um, obviously, like I said, we talked about the walks, but you know what's been really cool this winter, this past winter that we just really came out of, um, the fire pits in the backyard, oh, uh, you know, with the glass of wine sitting in the backyard, the fire pit. We stayed a few nights uh, up like to midnight, two, three o'clock in the morning, yeah. just talking, uh, you know, with the fire pit going, looking at the flames and just enjoying, you know, being outside. I mean, mm-hmm. that so I, that for sure, something simple uh, brings me peace. Uh, and, you know, my big one. Uh, well, that's big, but also just me for me being time on the water. Um, I love the outdoors. I love the lakes and the streams. And so one of my go-tos for my mental health is just getting away. And sometimes I engage in it by myself, individual time. But also there's times we go out to the lakes with with our family and just spend time outdoors. Uh, You know, that's just refreshing uh, for sure for me. So I would say those are probably my top two as of late anyway and obviously you know we talk about the walks the bike rides for yes, sure yes. that's another one so we gotta actually I, that reminds me i gotta get the bikes up and going get the wd-40 get these <laughs> <laughs> chains ironed uh, because these chains grease uh you know the bike chains because it's it's beautiful outside so yeah so bike rides is another one we'll be engaging in that what about you uh man definitely the walks i'm with you on that the fire pit is a big one I love the woods, like being out, big trees, uh, being in a cabin, hot teas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, love, love medicinal teas. Um, reading a good book, for sure. Music is probably, is very, very high up on my list. If I can just be surrounded with music, that is it for me. And not to be a big, big one truly is being with you spending time with you having our time together and it it really really means a lot to me because we have a lot that demands our time you know just looking at the dynamic and makeup of of our family and so when you and I are truly able to just be together uninterrupted that is so peaceful to me you're gonna be together babe you're gonna be together that's peaceful baby No. So, but real talk, um, especially with a lot of stuff that we've had to come through, I, I'm I'm glad to say, being with you for almost 21 years, married going on 19 years, I love being with you. It's just a peace, a level of peace and simplicity of your company. And um, yeah, I can't stress that enough. No, that's a good, good point, though, too. I think in any healthy relationship, because um, it's easy to get stretched you know, where you're constantly running in your relationship. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and you're getting pulled away from spending that quality time. So I would encourage whether you know you're married, dating, engaged, whatever your your you're a couple, whatever your situation is, not only with your, you know, your loved ones, uh, people that you, you, you love your family, but even your significant other in relationship, making sure that you have time to engage, uh, in time together, um, enjoying times of peace, whether that's, I know a big one, we, especially when we first got married, babe, remember we would, (laughs) so our thing, we would on Sunday, after we got out of service, we would go get our favorite chocolate bars. Um, and we had this little TV. We didn't have any furniture. We had just got married. We had a little TV. We had a dining room table. We had a dining room table <laughs> and a bed yes. and, a, and a, a pretty big apartment. Yeah. But the only furniture we had in there was our bed and a dining room table. We um, had dishes. At first. <laughs> you know, but we didn't really have a lot of furniture. Right. Uh, at first. But I remember some of the things that we found uh, that was just so peaceful and we enjoyed. It's very simple. After service, we would stop at uh, our favorite little convenience store, get our favorite drink, um, some candy bars, and we would rent a couple of movies. You know, we dating ourselves, but this was like Blockbuster before Netflix and, and, and Hulu. Uh, oh, we would stop so. at Blockbusters, get two or three movies. Hollywood videos. Yeah, Hollywood videos, another one, yep. <laughs> And I remember, babe, you remember we used to make the little palette on the floor? Oh, man. But I love it as TV, the little color TV. And we would literally, on Sunday afternoon, we would spend that day, uh, you know, we would get us something to eat. Mm -hmm. And we would, you know, eat, put on a good movie, and lay on the floor and just watch movies and just spend time enjoying each other's company. Uh, And so that, that, um, it's changed over the years because we have four kids now. Yeah. However... That's been a consistent. Right. And for us, uh, that has been a, a place of peace, simple things that we've truly enjoyed. Um, so I would encourage, hey, your significant other, make time to engage in uh, things together that you both enjoy to bring you peace. It's important. It is. And I think also just developing that consistency with it is going to be crucial Versus always leaning into the excuse, oh, I have this to do. I always have it. There's always going to be something to do. Yes, yes, Always. And so really being able to understand the value of your relationships, the value of your own mental health, and the need, not want, the need to pull back and to find peace in the simplicity of things that you've gotten away from, whether it's writing, journaling, writing poems. I mean, there's a plethora of... Uh, things out there that you know that that you love that life has just been a distraction and you've gotten away from it and so it doesn't make you bad it just makes you human yeah well you know and I think a good point when you were talking it made me think about because we shared with when we first got married we loved movies and how we could literally watch (laughs) you know we get our food our um our candy our snacks and we would literally watch movies straight sometimes on our day off for four or five hours. Mm-hmm. So that's a passion of ours. Something simple, but it brings us peace, time together. Now, fast forward 20 years later, four kids, you know, two teenagers, uh, you know, and two younger ones. We still love movies. Right. And it, it brings us joy spending time together. So we still do it. It looks a little different now. And it's something we've implemented with our children. Correct. So. In addition, now we do sometimes we'll block out a Friday or Saturday for a couple of hours 
you know, and watch a good movie, Mm -hmm. get some food, watch a good movie, spend time as a family. And then there are times we retreat to our bedroom, you know, our castle, just have our our time together watching a good movie, some good food, just you and I while the kids are up front, you know, or in their rooms, you know, um, playing their games or spending time with one another. And so I say all that to say it's important to as you age, as your life changes, still engage in your passions and things you enjoy, but it, you may modify it some. Right. You know, it would be foolish of, foolish of us to think that right now on the norm, we can get away with sitting in the house five, six hours straight watching movies. Right. You know, with four kids, somebody always needs something. <laughs> you know, no matter what we say, someone always needs something. Obviously, our business, career activities i mean so there's always something going on and so parents you know that one and a half hour movie that takes three hours oh, to watch man because yeah, <laughs> Mom, Dad. yeah always something <laughs> but I, what i really appreciate is over the years we've modified and we've still made it a, a habit to continually enjoy and, and this particular thing mm-hmm. uh one of many that we enjoy and we, but we just modified it. It's still doing the same thing, even though it doesn't look, look exactly the same. Yeah. So I think that's important. You know, sometimes people get frustrated where they're not able to engage in their favorite hobby exactly like they used to. That's a part of life. We change, we get older, we have kids, you know, we have more demands on our time. I mean, these are all good things. That doesn't have to be a sore spot. Mm -hmm. Just modify your lifestyle around what your your makeup is of your family uh, and go from there. Well, and I think I want to just briefly touch on why sometimes this is hard outside of the things that we've already mentioned as far as responsibilities, which is a huge one, career, the roles that you play as a husband, a wife, parent, so on and so forth. But I want to just touch on a lot of external factors that, whether it's just exhaustion, tired, that you may have allowed to infiltrate your home versus drawing a line and putting boundaries. And one is a big one is social media. I think the news where there's a lot of platforms, you know, um, the latest go- uh, gossip, whatever it is, going in and you blood pressure all high and mad about something that has nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. you know. And so being able to know when to cut it off and allowing somebody else's situation to come and infiltrate the peace in your home. And so that's a big one. Well, even if it's family members and their issues that they keep trying to project onto you, it goes back to setting boundaries, learning how to say no and and not allowing somebody to disrupt the peace in your home. And I don't say that like it's easy, but you have to start somewhere. No, I I think that's important. I mean, because you're really speaking to being able to withdraw from the world per se or withdraw from the busyness for the sanctity or insanity of your relationship or you as an individual. Mm -hmm. And that's extremely important, being able to unplug, not just every six months or, you know, or twice a year when you go on your annual, you know, your once a year when you go on your annual vacation or biannual vacation, not just in your vacation once or twice a year, but having built into your schedule where you have time to unplug, withdraw from being busy, withdraw from being pulled many different places, withdraw from all the noise and all the this and that, and just spend quality time in peace 
engaging in an activity that you enjoy. That is so important for mental health. So very important. Uh, And so I want to encourage you all, listen, peace in simplicity. Find those things that charge you. Find those things that bring you joy uh, and make sure you make time for it. Absolutely. Last thing I would just say is let those that you live with know, like this is what you need to pull back and to recharge, um, you know, versus allowing somebody to always disrupt that time where you feel like, oh, I can't ever do this. And I can't stress that enough. That's a, a big one that I frequently hear, uh, you know, that somebody always needs something. And just remember, there will always be a need. But if you don't make yourself a priority and put the boundaries in place that are necessary for you to have a level of peace for your own mental health and physical health and spiritual development, you know, you can look up 15, 20 years later and be like, where'd my life go? Yeah. No, I think that's important because I remember saying to you even uh, some years ago when I felt like, you know, you were doing everything for everyone else but yourself. Yeah. And I say doing a lot for me, doing a lot for the kids. And I remember saying to you, I said, babe, if you don't take care of you, you're not going to be any good for anyone. Yeah. And so it is important. You as an individual, you're worth it. You're important. Uh, make time for yourself. That is so important uh, because the last thing you want to do is give of yourself to the point where you're denying yourself a quality life. Right. Um, you deserve it. And so it's very important. And um, listen, make time for it. Now, uh, babe, I want to have some peace and simplicity. What's up, girl? Want to watch a little movie or something? Catch I'm a little down, movie before I'm we down. get too late? What's up? All right. So listen, hey, fam, it's been real. Uh, we love speaking with you all. Um, ch- baby, tell them they can check us out at. You can check us out on all the podcast outlets, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you know where else, whatever you chime into, please uh, go in, look us up, Loving Your Life podcast. We look forward to continuing to chat with you all. Thank you all again for listening. We love you. Peace.